Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. So today we're in the Christmas story, day two, and we'll be reading Luke 1. But before we go there and start the reading, let's, uh, let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for this time of year when we remember your sacrifice, we remember your grace, and we remember, remember that you've come down to this earth, humbled yourself because you loved me, you loved everyone, and you did not give up on us, but you have a plan for us, and you want us to have life that is fully fulfilled and that is joyful and is meaningful. So, Lord, I pray that as we read about your birth, I just pray today that we would hear from you, Holy Spirit, that you would speak to us, that you would touch our hearts and our minds, and you would help us understand what this really means to each and every one of us, and what it means to our communities, and what it means to our world. And I pray, Father, that we would learn to love you with all of our heart and soul, and love our neighbor as ourselves. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So Luke 1 is fairly long, so let's go ahead and just jump on into it. Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. With this in mind, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I too decided to write an orderly account. For you, most excellent Theopolis, so that you may know the certainty of the things you have been taught. Verse 5. In the time of King Herod of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah, who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife, Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive, and they were both very old. Once, when Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God, he was chosen by lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. <clears throat> and when the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshippers were outside praying. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. He will be a joy and a delight to you. And many will rejoice because of his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God. And he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make people, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, How can I be sure of this? I am an old man, and my wife is well along in years. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel, I stand in the presence of God. And I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. They realized 
he had seen a vision in the temple, for he kept making signs to them, but remained unable to speak. When this time of service, when his time of service was completed, he returned home. After this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant, and for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. <clears throat> in these days, he has shown favor, his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One, to be born, will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who is said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. After that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. <clears throat> and Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His, mercies extend, his mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. <clears throat> when it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy, and they shared her joy. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him after his father, Zechariah. But his mother spoke up and said, No, he is to be called John. They said to her, There is no one among your relatives who has that name. Then they made signs to his father to find out what he would like to name the child. He asked for a writing tablet, and to everyone's astonishment he wrote, 
His name is John. Immediately, his mouth was open and his tongue set free, and he began to speak, praising God. All the neighbors were filled with awe, and throughout the hill country of Judea, people were talking about all these things. Everyone who heard this wondered about who heard this wondered about it, asking, What then is this child going to be? For the Lord's hand was with him. <clears throat> His father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he said through his holy prophets of long ago, salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant, the oath he swore to our father, Abraham, to rescue us from the hand of our enemies and to enable us to serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation, through the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven, to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. And the child grew and became strong in spirit. And he lived in the wilderness until he appeared publicly to Israel. And there will end with Luke 1, the coming of Jesus. So we've led up, we've seen that he's foretold. We see that Mary has been blessed and chosen. We saw that she jumped right away and said, yes, I'll do it, you know. And then on top of it, we saw that Joseph was going to be kind to her and and divorce her in peace and quietly. But instead, he obeyed immediately the angels. Zechariah, who didn't obey right away, he was, you know, shown the, the, he had a quiet time. He got a time out where he had to be quiet for a while. But that's okay, because when he obeyed, John, he was able to speak, and John Well, we know that John did great things leading up and making the way straight for Jesus's um, path. So with that, let's go ahead and close with a word of prayer. Father God, thank you so much for today. Thank you for your word and for all that you are. Thank you for guiding us and teaching us. I lift up this time and I lift up this reading. I pray that it would go out and be fruitful, that it would be multiplied and that you would be honored and glorified by all that is said and done. That it be your words, your wisdom, your love that is shown in those, in those words. I just pray that your mercy and your grace would be upon us and that people would truly understand the healing power that is in you, that the life of, of an of a easy yoke and a burden that's light is in you. And so I just pray, Father, that today we would honor you and glorify you and understand your love. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God, the Christmas edition. I hope you have a great day.